0: It was a conundrum this year to try to figure out what to do on Valentine's Day, because Valentine's Day was Ash Wednesday. And so pastors all over the country were saying to each other, what are we going to do on this day of love and hearts, a day where we're supposed to put a cross on people's forehead and remind them of their mortality. Our work was done for us that day as the news of a school shooting in Parkland, Florida, broke. That night, I felt off-center and off-rhythm as I stumbled through my Ash Wednesday message, able to say really coherently only two words, love and dust. This is the paradox of our journey that we are loved, and that we are but dust. It is the tragic beauty of the human journey. Our 40 days of Lent, meant for personal exploration and repentance, became then a national journey, culminating in marches all over the country, facilitating conversations. Appropriately, it is the children who have led us. Our sophistication and our affiliations have kept us from meaningful action and clear reflection on the violence in our country. They have kept us separated by race and class and gender and geography. And then yesterday, Naomi Wadler, an 11-year-old girl, finds these words on national television. My friends and I might still be 11, and we might still be in elementary school, but we know. We know life isn't equal for everyone, and we know what is right and wrong. The survivors from Parkland have shown us what an encounter, which is what we've been talking about through Lent, an encounter with something worth fighting for can do. They have stepped out beyond the walls of their school and the city limits of Parkland to reach out to students from Newtown, Connecticut, and the streets of Chicago, and women of color. They have said, our pain is your pain. They have offered their tragedy as a platform for the voices of others' long silence to be heard. And so yesterday, a teenage boy from the south side of Chicago, D'Angelo McDade, spoke on the National Mall and asked this question. When will we, as a nation, understand that nonviolence is the way of life for a courageous people? When will we, as a nation, understand that we are not here to fight against one another, and we are here to fight for life and peace? We are not here to fight against one another, and we are here to fight for life and peace. Do not be afraid, daughter of Zion. Look, your king is coming on a donkey's colt. I thought a girl's dream was a knight on a white horse, not a donkey's colt. But here's Jesus riding into Jerusalem on a young donkey, far from the picture of a conquering king, far from the picture of what we think can save us. Where are the weapons? Where are the quick fix miracles? Where is the thunder and the lightning? Scholars tell us that Jesus marched into Jerusalem as an act of political theater. During Passover, Rome would beef up their displays of their power, and so they would have a parade on the other side of the town, coming in, riding with their full military might, And Jesus comes in on a pathetic little animal with just coats to line his way and palm branches. The masses cheer him on, recognizing in this laughable parade a voicing of their own powerlessness and a hope that their voice may be heard. As the choir just sang, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Let the blind say, I can see what the Lord has done in me. The revolution that Jesus brings is a redefinition of power. On that Palm Sunday, Jesus took big and bold action to say, this is what love looks like. This is how true power acts. I have nothing to defend. I have no weapons to brandish. Love is my power. Weakness is my strength. Vulnerability is the path." Mother Teresa said, we have forgotten that we belong to each other. And it is the children who remind us. It is the one set astride on a donkey who shows us the way. They ask us to encounter something worth fighting for.